0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida who I am sure is waiting for calls to come from the north of them to go fix more roofs in Florida after yet another hurricane swings by there. So the more money Deck makes, the more money we make, so I'm all for it. Um, In any case, welcome back. Uh, Good to have everybody with us. I see we got a few uh, live folks in already, so thanks to you folks for doing that. Jump right on in. And uh, those of you listening on the tape delay, thank you for doing so. We are glad to have you. I'm sure Ian will be along shortly. Scarps and Ben are here. And gentlemen, I'm going to start out by asking you, Ryan Scarpino, what did you do on your bi-week Sunday?
1: A little bit of lawn maintenance. Uh, Lawn maintenance. Yeah. All right. Up on the roof, James Taylor. Okay. Uh, I hate myself. Um, yeah, to clean out the gutters. Oh, rake, love the, it. rake the leaves. Yeah, it's, uh, nothing
0: says home ownership like cleaning the gutters. Fuck.
1: Man. Yeah. Uh, Fire up the mower. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Yeah. Fuck those yeah. leaves. It,
0: I agree. Right. Right. And uh, Ben, what uh, what did you do on your Sunday off? I drank. Oh, there's a shocker. Uh, did, now, did you guys still have a gathering at the uh, local establishment? Uh, so,
2: no, no, no. Okay. Mm-mm. Um, I'm drinking Jubal, by the way. Jubal Ale, Jubal your ale. favorite. Yeah, Mark loves this stuff. It's tasty, nice. <clears throat> it's a nice winter ale. Um, no, uh, we were, I don't know whose idea it was. I can't remember. Somebody said, Hey, let's go bowling. I was like, Ooh. Bowling, <laughs> um, yeah, all right, fine, let's go bowling. The dude, and divides. so, uh, we, we went bowling and we drank, and then we went to a bar and drank some more. <sighs> Yeah, it was so, uh? uh
0: do, do you guys play with the the gutter bumpers in or, or no? No, uh-uh. no, we okay. no, we just sucked without the bumpers. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. hey, those, Jer- those bumpers Jerome are. Bettis, we are not None right, right? Yeah, the bus. Yeah, Jer- uh,
0: Jerome is a really good bowler. He, He's, he, he actually bowled a perfect yep. game before. He has. really? Yes, yeah. He is a big time bowler. Hey, oh, it, it, when you're from Michigan, man, you better know how to freaking bowl i mean that's all there is to it uh and and he lived up to that being from Detroit. well you're from Michigan can you bowl I can
2: i can yeah, I, you I would, any I, good what's what's your average there buddy
0: uh when i was when I was much younger I haven't bowled in a long long time but i I had my average around 170 180 wow,
1: wow. I think, I think
0: which, my average on sunday was about 90 something yeah. which which wasn't bad you know uh my grandfather was a great bowler he used to take me all the time he was like a 220 guy um Jesus. and stuff but yeah yeah Damn. so it's, it's but that's just the thing where where i'm from you you bowl because that's what you do in the winter you either ice oh. fish or you bowl ice fish you know? or bowl huh? yeah pretty much pretty much well well so let's talk uh, some dealers we uh we got the saints rolling in this week and and uh, you know we were talking just before the show started i i think people are Really overestimating this New Orleans team coming in here. I I think they see Andy Dalton.
1: Wait and they wait just... wait wait wait
0: wait. Overestimating or underestimating? Under. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> underestimating. Yes, yes. I, I I was thinking Steelers and Saints and yeah, what that whatever. Uh, yes, I I think that that uh, they're seeing Andy Dalton and they're they getting flashbacks to the Bengals days and thinking this is going to be a cakewalk. Uh, I, I personally, I don't see it that way. But um, that's just me, Ben. What, do you, what? I mean, what's your just overall?
2: Well, I, 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 okay. You know. First, I you know, uh, I think they have a better offense than um, what we were accustomed to seeing back in the day yeah. with the Bungles. Except, remember, Andy Dalton was a second-team All-Pro one year in Cincinnati. Yeah. He was, and that was because he had a very good offensive line. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. which illustrates the point that if you have a good offensive line, you can put a mediocre quarterback behind him and behind them, and and he can have success, okay? Definitely. Andy fucking Dalton was voted by the AP as the second-best quarterback in the entire league. All right? Moving on, I think that this offense is a little better than the one we were accustomed to seeing with the Bunkles back in the day. This defense is good. Period. Mm-hmm. I agree. The end. This mm-hmm. defense is good. Um, the The Saints did not look good on Monday night. They're, all- they're off a short week. I think a lot of people are considering that when they're making their predictions. You know, yada yada. The Steelers are rested. The Steelers always start slow. Always start slow after a buy. They do. Every they do. It's an history man. Time. It's frustrating as hell. Yep. So. Uh I I foresee what's probably going to be a good defensive battle. Um bet the under, but I I'm not chalking this up as a win cuz I no, no. The Steelers offense is pathetic.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll have plenty of time to get to you know, our predictions, but unless I,
2: yeah. unless you know, unless uh Andy Dalton throws a couple pick sixes, in which case, yeah, hey, cool. We're winning.
0: <laughs> gladly. Gladly. Scarf, you never look, know, it's possible. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah. Yeah. Scarps are uh, are people underestimating these uh, Saints.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, especially now that we've seen what the Steelers are. And yeah, you could say, well, TJ Watts coming back, but. Uh, Let's we'll talk about that next too.
2: We'll yeah, to we, it. yes.
1: There isn't a game like I. this is, you know, Steelers want to talk about, you know, Steelers fans want to talk about any given Sunday when they were thinking that somehow they were going to beat the Bills at Buffalo. Well, you know, on the, on the, on the, on the, you know, on the reverse, there should be no game on this schedule where you think that there's no. like, this is a definite no. win. Like this isn't, this isn't, uh, you know, uh, Duke versus Cal state Northridge in November at Cameron indoor stadium. Like there's no cupcakes. There's no gimme. Right. So no, nope. I think Steelers fans are trying to seek comfort in the fact that TJ Watts coming back. Uh, they're two and six. And historically, mm-hmm. the Steelers rebound when they're under 500, especially under Mike Tomlin. Um, yep. And you know what, though? To me, that just shows that Steelers fans are just very, very okay with getting around that seven, eight, nine win mark. I don't think um, so. And. Yeah, I mean, I I do. I think that I think that I think that the Steelers fans, as much as they don't want to talk about that non losing season, I think that that is something that they hang their hat on. Um, sure, and I especially, mean, it's, and it's, especially it's better. It's better than being a perennial fucking loser like the Browns have been for a and couple of years. That's fine, right? right. But it's, but especially to say, hey, look how shitty we started. And our first year without Ben and Hey, we made it to nine and eight or whatever it is. But anyway, hey, if they get yes. to nine and eight, that would be a small fucking miracle. Oh That'd my be seven God. And okay. two In the second half. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're but, goddamn right. I'd hang my hat on that. I'd be like, God, you see okay. how great they were nine but and they're, eight. They're, I'm not saying yeah. they're going to do that, but nine mm-hmm. and eight and you draft 20th as opposed to top 10. Well, but whatever. again, that's another topic uh, but we're yes. going to get to, but yes. which we should get to. But yes, yeah. we will. But, but yes, they, yes. Fans are not, uh, fans are not giving the saints their due. I know they're three and six, uh, but they're also in not, they're also in a terrible division, terrible division. Uh, that they can somehow still, still win. Um, but you know, Andy Dalton doesn't have the best success against the Steelers in his career, but he knows them and they really haven't changed much when it comes to defense. Um, you know, he has faced TJ Watt. like this isn't anything new. Um, but I do believe that he has a little bit better weapons than he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, rather than Gio Bernard and Jeremy Hill, he's got Alvin Kamara, who's really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Olave is really good. Now Michael Thomas is on an IR, right? Um, and so is uh,
3: he.
1: Still got Hill, who is yeah, then crazy he got, yeah. talented.
0: Yep, he's a weapon.
1: Who the hell's yeah? Who the hell's oh? Uh, Jarvis Landry's been injured. Landry, yep. uh, but he, he there's another guy's familiar with the Seahawks. But anyway, but yes, and then getting back to their defense. Cameron Jordan is a really solid player. Another yep. cam, another cam hi, from that. Hi Melvin, another cam from that 2011 draft. Um, they got good. They got good secondary. They got decent linebackers, and I just well, I don't understand where this, where this where this confidence is coming from. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. why Ian is the worst. Hey, what's Ian. up? Guys? Yes.
0: Good timing, in. Yes. It was the Ian Bash uh five-minute opening. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Uh, just, just chatting here a little bit of how we think uh a lot of Steelers fans are underestimating the Saints a little bit. Um I, I think people have had this kind of circled as a W. Uh, hey, we're coming out of the bye. We got two home games, the Saints suck. Uh I I I Personally, I just don't feel that way. We'll get to the, all the, the specifics when we get to predictions and stuff later in the show. But um, that's that's just kind of what we were we were chatting about. And, um, you know, the, the T.J. Watt thing, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, you know, Terrell Austin said this week that he's going to be on a bit of a pitch count. Um, is it Excuse is it just me? And, Ian, I'll throw this to you first, but if I'm bringing back my all-pro guy, my defensive uh, player of the year guy, I, aren't I expecting him to be as as good as he possibly can? Do I really want to put him on a pitch count?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. If it protects his long term health and works him back <laughs> in, you know he hasn't had NFL contact in yep. what right. eight weeks, six weeks. He, we, so he can't be in football yeah. shape yet. Yeah. Right. So you know, I uh, I'm fine with it. It's T.J. Watt is better at fifty percent. Than whoever they have in the Malik Reed is at hundred percent, but you don't want to lose TJ watt the rest of the season by trying to play him 60 snaps this week. So I think you're better off, you know, pick and choose your battles, Mm -hmm. let him go out there, you know, play him on third downs. I mean, heck use him. as just a pass rush specialist, you know? Yes. He's great against the run, but you know, they've found other ways to kind of deal with the run defense with, um, you know some of some of the other guys they mm-hmm. worked in, so I, I'm I'm fine with it. Okay. You know, one one game having him on limited snaps. They've said they put guys on limited snaps before, and then the fourth quarter comes around and they're playing every yeah, down, and they absolutely. wind up with forty some snaps in a game. It's like, oh well, we needed him in that situation. So, well, I mean, that, that forty snaps is better than sixty five.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know? oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I what what is a feasible expectation for him though? I mean, I you know no idea
3: against andy dalton yeah. two and a half sacks and uh <laughs> you know and
2: and their line's a little banged up yeah they, they're, they, they don't have the best line and they are no, banged up okay no. i don't think either offense is gonna is gonna light the world up and i i think you're you've got defenses that are that are both pretty strong as i alluded to before um with watt coming back especially you know even if even if he isn't quite himself, just the specter of having Watt there on the right side, yeah, absolutely, is going to make the offense stop and go. Okay, we need to do something here to scheme for this guy, and it, you know, hopefully, it'll open some things up for for guys like Cam Hayward, who's been less affected because he's getting doubled, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, we'll see. It, I, it, is it fair I, to as think? far as Watt goes, yeah. you know, I, I don't think that he's going to be in football shape. I don't think that putting him on a pitch count is at all unreasonable. Mm-hmm.
1: Shut up, Ben. He's built different.
2: But yeah, yeah. I also, <laughs> since we're talking about it, don't think he'll be 100% for the rest of the season. And I, I, I'm going to hearken back to, and I have talked about this before, when Stefan Tuitt came back from tearing his bicep. Yep. He was not the same player. <clears throat> okay. And TJ will be better than Malik Reed mm-hmm, or DeMarvin mm-hmm, Leal or mm-hmm. Louder Milk, the guys they've been using in his place. But I don't expect him to be his dominant self
0: until, you know, next August. So, <clears throat> dumb question, but I'll ask it. If he's not close to 100%, why, why even put him out there and risk it? Because you've, you've (laughs)
2: mitigated the risk by having him rest for Mm -hmm. what? Eight Eight weeks, weeks, nine weeks. Um, so you've given that chance, that injury, a chance to, to heal. And TJ Watt
3: at 75% is better than Malik Reed at hundred percent. Right.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I'm not arguing that at all. I'm just, I'm thinking exactly what, what, what I'm saying is
2: if, if the, if the risk of re-injury is minimal, you go ahead and you play him. If it becomes an issue, and he needs to come out and he's going, I don't know. It kind of feels like, and the doctors take a look at it. And they're like, Hey, eh, I don't know. I, mm. mm-hmm. And yeah, you just pull him. Yeah. And maybe you sit him the rest of the year, you know, it, but I'm not, I'm not saying that's going to happen. And I might, right. I'm not even saying it's likely. I'm just saying, you know, you, you weigh the risks versus the benefit. You're paying the guy, you know, 20 million plus a year. Yep. You
0: you, and you let's play him. Not, let's also not forget that he had his knee taken God, care of too while he this was out. Fucking game. So, uh <laughs> Look how
2: easy it was for him to run that ball into the end zone. The, 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 the am jealous. product oh, yeah, you, is you, fucking you,
0: terrible. You, you guys are are, are tuning into that. I I actually turned it off and started watching James Bond. Oh, that's a good decision, especially uh, yeah, November. So from they... Russia was from Russia with love was on. Twice oh, so
1: good,
3: choice. oh so
0: good choice,
1: very good choice. Regarding TJ, yeah. I, I ha- you know, I, I did, I have said this on record that I don't want them to rush him back. Um, Agree. And I and I felt that like that Miami game or oh, um, would have been would have been it yep. at this po- at this point. Um, you know, as long as he passes everything and, and right. he's clear and he's mm-hmm. cleared. Or whatever, I, I'm I'm fine with that. Sure. I w- I just want to say this though to Steelers Nation that's listening, um, it's not Minka who's the franchise. It's not Cam Hayward who's the franchise. It's not even Kenny Pickett. It's T.J. Watt. Yeah. So you need to be conscious of that, and and you know, it, again, if he's cleared, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But this team is two and six. The best. They could hope for is that eight and nine, nine and eight, yep. avoid that losing season. Um, because probably not gonna, but, but, but <laughs> well. I'm saying that, like, in it, best if, case, if, yeah, if, if he only plays half the snaps for the first couple games, or maybe, maybe he only plays half the snaps for the rest of the year. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is just be real about it and be rational, right? Um, yeah. Um, and that, yeah, you know what, he is an unbelievable football player. Right. But he is when he's human. 100% healthy, he's human. when he's
2: 100% healthy. And a pec tear is no small thing. No deal with it. Not deal
1: with it. Says they could finish. Deal with it is all over it. Can't and, deal and, with and, it. Well, no, welcome in. Deal I, with I it. I don't, don't see it.
0: I don't <laughs> see it. 10 games. I, I believe deal with It's a first time. Uh, it, it, viewer it would, welcome in. uh It
2: would take a small. It might be TJ Watts burner.
0: It could be. Would it? No,
2: it's, been probably, known. it's probably big Ben's burner under a different. name. <laughs>
1: Uh, what uh, makes that kind of difference? Hey, by wow. uh, what's, that- <laughs> what's everybody drinking tonight?
3: Ian? Ah, uh, yes, I am drinking in honor of today being November 10th and Edmund Fitzgerald Edmund Porter Fitzgerald. because That's well, today is the anniversary of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald.
0: Yes, it is. 1974. Oh. Uh, 75, I, going,
1: I think. But, I picked up Lightfoot. Paul oh, God. I picked up Jamie. Uh, Jameson. This oh, is that's the good. The IPA, IPA yeah, edition. Good very I like, good.
3: I like the stout one too. The stout one. Yeah, I like the stout okay, really really nice one Okay.
0: Haven't tried that one yet. But yeah. I also picked up a Bradshaw bourbon, but I, I am not cracking into it until we win another game.
2: What's so, uh what batch
0: is it? Batch it's still one. two. Charlie.
2: Get I got out. a two.
0: No. I was stunned. I've had a three
2: bad. and a four. I still oh wow, one. really? I have a one that I haven't opened. Right. I'm not going to open. Yeah. No, I, I know. I I know, I, was I have dreams of finding a batch number 12 someday oh, I'm not going to well. open either.
0: Amen. Uh so what are you drinking tonight though, Benjamin?
2: Oh, I am drinking um uh, Jubal Ale, which I mentioned before because right. I wanted to make you jealous.
0: Absolutely, because
2: it's delicious. And I'm drinking uh Uncle Nearest 1856. There we go. Uncle which Nearest. Is really good weekend. shit. And um it's really it's it's a bourbon. And and winter ale, kind of a night. Oh, lovely! It's it's cold outside. Yeah, it was seventy five here
1: today. It's not that. It's cold so here.
2: bizarre, man. It's like yes, it was in the thirties this morning. Yep. the high was like forty seven. It uh, feels like January. Yeah, that's it's, what's coming here.
0: Yeah. This is not this. Yeah. This is weird. Skirps, what are you drinking?
1: Uh, uh, ice gasoline. Like.
3: <laughs> is it straight
1: vodka? <laughs> Don't 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 be judging. It is vodka. <laughs> straight corn alcohol. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> you drinking the moonshine again. No, it's good by brick Road. A couple of vodka and tonics to get you on your feet again. <laughs> Um, also it, shout out Gordon Lightfoot, he is from Canada. Chris is yeah. mentioning that, he's wonderful. definitely from yeah. Canada. If you Canada. could read
0: my mind, my, my low. yeah, I uh, well, anyway, uh, I, I want to go back to this topic here a little bit about where the Steelers could finish, but I'm gonna put a little bit of a twist on it. Uh, Ben, um, Blanton's very nice choice, Melvin. Wait a minute, Melvin. Uh, it, what would it take? For Matt Canada to return head in over 2023, good. What grief. would it take? Uh, yeah Seriously, because seriously, there's there's always a scenario. Seriously,
2: right? um, yeah. the Steelers going like eight and one or seven and two over the over the final stretch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and the offense being in a large part responsible for that, not just a bunch of Defensive turnovers and shutouts and what the hell was that?
1: Oh, Crown roost. It's only nine bucks. Nine ninety nine. We gotta get this poor kid some alcohol, man. Wow, this puts Listen, poor kid's
0: shopping at the bargain section.
1: If I'm gonna mix it with a tonic or something else, why would I? Why would I? Why would I use drink an expensive vodka? Uh, okay. Well, we
2: we can talk about it later. I'll, yeah. I'll give you some pointers. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what cheap shit to buy. Anyway, uh, what was the question?
3: What would it what take it for take- Matt Canada to return? What would it right. take
2: for Matt Canada to return so that all Steelers fans could prepare themselves for ritual suicide? <laughs> um <Hail> Bob Comet. <laughs> I, I'm going to go. I mean, honestly, it, it would have to be a deal where the Steelers finished really strong, like yeah. winning record strong after starting two and six. And... Also, that the offense was in large part responsible for that somehow, some way. But given the scheme that we run, that shit ain't going to happen.
3: No, I, yeah, I agree. Chris, nice comment. Chris on the spot there. Uh, Ian, yeah, what, Chris what, Chris is right. What, what, what do you really think, You should Ian? put
2: that shit in a brown paper bag. What would it
3: take? Oh, gosh. I mean, they'd have to, like, average 100 rushing yards a game start putting up like at least three touchdowns a game, if not more.
2: They can average a hundred yards rushing yards a game now easily. They just have to run the ball like 30 times.
3: Well, uh, yeah, but they don't get 30 (laughs) offensive plays because they can't get first down. Exactly. So yeah. All right. Um, But also, I, I mean, to add on to what Ben said that, you know, Basically, I think Kenny Pickett would really have to go to bat for Matt Canada and be like, I love working with this guy. I need him as my offensive coordinator. Um, Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good point right there.
0: His level of confidence in there. But but Um, if you
3: have receivers who are still throwing up their hands and trying to call their own plays and suggesting different play calls, you it doesn't (laughs) matter what Canada's calling, the message ain't getting through in the huddle and you know it's the, the right now we, and we've talked about this before the the players don't have faith in the plays they're running and you can tell because they're mm-hmm. not running them well so yeah. even if they're well-designed plays the execution is terrible and some of the plays are terrible and some of the play calls the the down and distance situations they choose to run them in are terrible Amen. so you know there's there's a lot of problems right Uh-oh. now the red zone package
2: in particular, is fucking pathetic.
0: Yeah, it's bad.
2: It's, it's bad. It's, I mean, I thought Randy Fickner was bad. Holy shit, this is worse. Wow. Yeah,
0: it, it, it none of it makes sense. From yeah. first down, second down, there doesn't well, make sense.
3: And part of the problem is that, hey, Derek's here. Derek's part the, in. Part of the problem Operation is
1: shutdown. They,
3: they don't have, they don't have enough plays in the red zone to even like figure out what works and what doesn't work. Cause they're lucky if they get to the red zone you, once per touche game.
0: touche. Yeah.
3: So I, yeah. 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 Scarps, What would it take for look ah,
0: Melbourne us, making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Scarps, you, you think Canada's got a chance to come back?
1: Uh yeah. And I don't really don't think it's going to take that much. I think wow. he'll be back next year. And I, Why? I said that I, I, I've just I just got that vibe, man. i tell getting us that, why I'm getting that feeling give, it, give us give us the reasons why because you got, you got because some info, his man. first I don't have fuck it. Yeah. I've been drinking. No, uh the his first year was with Ben, right? We all know that. And yep, yep. Ben did it, you know, Ben. I think Ben went, went with it as much as he could. And then, nah. had you know, called his own plays yeah. and, and, and she, yes. Okay. Sure. We all, we've all talked about that ad nauseam. Sure. say Ben went with it like 51% of the time. <laughs> okay. So, so this is, this is Canada's first year with Pickett. Um, Pickens is a rookie. They still got a, like, they have a lot of young players. Like the, their core group on offense is, is young. Um, and, yes, if, is. and if, and if, and if, Mike Tomlin believed in Matt Canada that <laughs> much. Derek. Derek, I'm with you, man. I'm just, I'm just prepping. I'm just prepping our listeners for just, what might happen. Just
2: letting the listeners know that they should go ahead and prepare for suicide Listen, now, get the, rather get than pre- at the end of the season. If
1: you thought that, if you, if you thought that Steelers Kool-Aid earlier this year was strong, wait till you try this stuff. Um, I just, hey man, I, the offseason
2: Kool-Aid is always
1: strong, you know, oh, for sure. And, <laughs> And I, I just, I, I really, I really just believe that that they're gonna look at this and say, okay, we got a lot of young players. This is Canada's first experience mm-hmm. without Ben Pickett's a rookie, uh, and they'll, you know, maybe they say, you know, Mitch just wasn't, mm-hmm. this just wasn't the right style or scheme for Mitch or whatever. But I just would not be surprised if he's back next year. I, I really, really hope you're wrong, uh, but I, I also um, I, don't. I, think I hope you're, I'm wrong too. Right? right?
2: I don't think you're right. Like rationally, and, and it has everything to do with the fact that the players just do not believe in what yeah, they're being asked to do. That's what I come back to as well.
1: And how do you? But how do you, how how do you know that? Because Chase Claypool gets a little pissed off. No, not the Chase. UK-
2: Actually, Chase Chase was the guy who was the most mature about it during yeah, games, I, as yeah. you pointed out. Okay, I, so, so I who's see frustration from DJ frustration more than anybody. From, yeah. Sorry, DJ, DJ. Yeah. Okay.
1: Pickens. Yeah, I see frustration from Naji. I see frustration. Najee sucks. Malignment. Who? who <laughs> whose fault is it though? When when Mitch or Kenny miss a wide open receiver, the quarterback.
2: What? That's Absolutely. Absolutely. So is that? So so but, again. I, but Canada sucks. Hang on. We also don't know in what <laughs> order they are supposed to be reading their progressions. Okay. Without that knowledge, without knowing that, when we watch the plays, we don't know if he's supposed to be going there or if he's supposed to be over here. So that being the case, it's like, well, fuck, how do I how do I judge this? It's such a hodgepodge, it's such a horrible fucking offense that it's really difficult. I'm sorry, it is. It's No, really I was difficult. laughing at
1: Melvin's comment. I ain't laughing at you.
2: It's really difficult to evaluate the which, play of which, these of these players
1: because the, the offensive scheme is so fucking bad. It's awful. To me, that's more to me, that's more. Of no, a, man, of a, the scheme, he's directly
2: responsible for the scheme. We know the scheme is bad. I'm just so there are other th- pieces that are okay. bad too, in
1: particular, hey, left tackle. The, but I'm just trying to think, I'm just trying to think like the Steelers have thought over the past five years and acting yeah. like everything's okay and nothing's wrong. We went for I told for, you guys,
2: yeah. I told you guys two weeks ago, 10 days ago, that Canada wasn't going to get fired. I'd heard because Art didn't want to pay him to sit at home. All right. So there's that. Yeah. And I said it. Scarps did. That was me, Ben. Um, so, you know, and that wasn't my opinion. That was something I was told. Right. By somebody who just has an opinion. He, you know, he didn't ask Art.
1: <laughs> right, right. That would Obviously. have been the worst conversation of all time. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I got to tone it down. Give me a sec. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's a, that's a really good time for me to say, uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, get $200 in free bets. If your team wins, just place a $5 bet on any football game, only DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN, that is the Pigskin Podcast Network, which we are very proud to be part of, boys and girls, so download it. Win yourself some money. I mean, it's just gambling. It's super easy, right? Yeah, for
2: yeah, sure. Yeah, I still yeah. don't think Najee sucks. I do not. I I get where people are frustrated with Najee, especially after last week, two weeks ago. I think a couple of weeks ago, Najee was trying to do too much. A yeah. lot, number of guys were
1: trying to do too much, and they looked like shit as a result. All right, here's here's one for you, Deontay Foreman, right now for the I know. Panthers, I just okay. saw that. You know, he he he. They just talked about this earlier that he got cut it's by a the tiny Falcons. Hole. They got, cu- shit. Yeah, they got cut by the, he got cut by the Falcons 2021 training camp. Yeah, And then his, his dad, his dad was killed. His dad was a semi truck driver, I believe. And he was killed uh, in an accident or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then he got the call from the Titans and he did really well for them last year. Damn. This dude, there. I mean, this dude, like he is by no means like, you know, amazing, but he does a hell of a job. And and now now okay, he grinds like Jalen. And you okay, but you need to tell me that this guy, this guy has more talent than Najee Harris? No No. chance. I do not think that. I think Najee Harris is
2: is frustrated, trying to do too much, not just doing his fucking job. They all need to do their damn jobs first and
1: then worry about the Mm -hmm. scheme and the coaching Mm -hmm. and what's being called. You That's know. what I mean. I but but it, like you want to talk about okay yeah, I agree the scheme sucks or whatever. But it's terrible. But, but but part of that part of being a head coach or being a whatever coach is being like buy in and do your fucking job. Yeah, like that to me is the biggest thing. To me, it's just like. They don't have anybody telling them this. They don't have a. They don't have. A, sorry, Ian. Go ahead. I've been talking a ton. No, it's no, 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 no. You're
3: good. You're, you're good. That point. I, I was finished that point because then I'm going to jump off. They
1: already. don't have a, like I talked about that show. They don't have a Jericho Cottery. They don't have a Darius Hayward Bay. Yes. They, don't have have a, they don't have a They don't. Yeah, on Nothing. defense, they don't have a fucking Heat no, Miller. James
0: Ferrier led the whole goddamn team.
2: Yes. Was,
1: yeah. But I'm just saying. I was just talking on offense. I'm just yeah. saying. Like you're, I get what you're saying. Yes. I agree. Like
3: yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There's there's a lack of leadership. There's a lack of veteran leadership. On offense, and it, it shows. I mean, what Chuksa for is the most tenured guy on the team, and he's like a yeah. mediocre right tackle right. at best. Right. Like That's you know, good. and who got you, a lot you, of money. Well, he know. was a
2: lot better than you know before last week, two yeah, weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. But, what you the know, hell happened there?
3: You've got you've got a second year running back who's a team captain. Your backup quarterback is your other team captain now because you benched him for mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. and like You know, like we've said on the show, the toothpaste is out of the tube there. You're not putting it back in. So you're not putting Mitch back in unless Pickett gets hurt. Um, You know, they they went out and signed James Daniels, who's like 26, 27 years old. Same with Mason Cole. Um, They've got like no one over 25 years old in the receiver room. So there's just there's no been there, done that guys. And then you've got an offensive coordinator who's like not that old either, and is his first NA- offensive coordinator gig in the league. And then you've got these position coaches who are also, you know, first-time position mm-hmm. coaches in the mm-hmm. league. That There's no one on offense between <laughs> players too, and coaches, coaches yeah. that have been there and done that that can command respect, right? That when, when you had, you know, Daryl Drake. offensive line coach or... has been
2: around for a while. The quarterback's coach has been around for a while.
3: Okay, but, um, but
2: when when you had the like the tight a, ends coach,
1: definitely command. Yeah, yeah Alfredo yeah. Roberts, Eddie Faulkner, yeah. Frisman Jackson, like they've been around. But I I will say that like I will say that, this is you know just just based on my experience and working there, they don't even have like I don't even know these guys, but I know they don't have they don't command a presence right. like like right. a Todd Haley or a Mike or, Munchak or yeah, a Munch. A fuck, I, mean, like, fuck, I mean, yeah, like, no, you're right about that. Like,
3: yeah. Or, or even like Daryl Drake or someone yeah. like that, right? Yes. You know, or um, and and the other thing is, you know, they go out and they sign these assistant coaches from dog shit teams and expect them to come in here and be good, like, mm-hmm. and, and and this is somewhat a commentary on Tomlin, but not entirely. Because to his credit, like in the past, when we had invested high draft picks in people, right, when well, right. we got Le'Veon Bell. Who did they go out and get as their running back coach? The guy from Minnesota who had been Adrian Peterson's running back Saxon. coach. Yeah. Right? Yeah, James Saxon. So, like, they went out and got a guy James who Saxton had...
2: James Saxon was a damn good coach. Right. Yeah.
3: But they got went out and got a guy who had proven <laughs> he could develop someone right. into an all-pro. Right? When they had, you know, Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Sanders coming up and, and all that, they... And they wanted Ben to take less hits. Right. They went out and got Todd Haley to be their offensive coordinator, and, who was the coordinator and in Arizona Drake. when and Daryl Drake, right. The Arizona guys who had Fitz yeah. and Bolden and all those guys,
1: Richard Mann. And Richard. Was Mann. Steelers, yes. Richard, Richard man was, was the, Steelers was Steelers the man. Yeah. Yes. That dude, that dude was literally God bless him. Like he was older. But mm-hmm. that, those, that, like, but he was like kind of like you know they had Mitch, they had John Mitchell on defense and LeBeau too, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like Richard Man was like that guy on the offense, like he was older than everybody <laughs> <Right>. else, <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, you want to talk like you, wanna you talk heard about right, Melvin Tomlin mm-hmm. controlling right. Antonio Brown? Yeah. I think Richard Mann had a big play, a big Absolutely. part in, in, in that great, in that whole great thing. Point. Yeah. They and just. By the way, are right. They don't have it. They, don't have, right. they don't have. those
3: guys. There's there's no one. There's no one that can command that respect mm-hmm. in the yeah. whole building on offense, right? There's yeah. no one that can say, "I've been there and done that." You should listen to me.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, you're you're spot on. Um, and I think I, Steelers. I, you know, Steelers freaks comment, I think needs to go on a shirt. Every time I tell myself to stop drinking, the Blitz boys drag me back in. I. I that's right on. People. That is that is one of the more Hell yes. poetic, beautiful things I've ever seen Bring in me post- back. Bring the, to the yeah. podcast for, for
3: ten years. Well, listen, um, you send, send him um, some koozies, Mark. Yeah, we're gonna be yeah. right back. Yes. send him
2: some booze. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where did he go to take a pee pee break? Probably. Um, it, hey
1: man, this is a judgment free zone. This is Planet <laughs> Fitness. Okay? This is not.
2: This is not the purple gym. I'm sorry, <laughs> my friend. It's not. Um. To to Ian's point you know, it's a, it's a combination of things, but yeah, there is. You've got a uh, first time OC, but like I said, Sullivan's been around. The offensive line coach has been around. Pat Meyer has been around. Yes. Um. Yeah. I think, I think Alfredo Roberts, the tight ends coach definitely commands respect. There are some other guys that don't, and you got a lot of young talent. Bigger problem. For me, and I know I keep coming back to this fucking point, but the offensive line, mm-hmm. when the foundation of your unit sucks, sucks ass. yes,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: the rest of the unit will mm-hmm. follow. Period. The end. And there are three things with the offensive line that are that are not what they once were. Okay. One, they've had four coaches
0: in three seasons. Can't you can't dismiss that.
2: Four four yep. coaches in three seasons. Yep. And those coaches all come in, they've got their own ideas. Their own techniques, different hand placement, different combo blocking, different schemes. They ask him to do different things in the run game, in the passing game. There's no consistency there. None. Okay. It's number one. Number two, when Munch was there, Munch had a bunch of guys who were unrestricted free agents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Undrafted, undrafted. free yeah. agents. Right. That, that he developed over time. And he made them competent starters.
3: And then and they a got a bunch paid. of those. Yeah. A bunch
2: of those guys are millionaires as a result of the fact that they worked with Munch. Okay, one of them plays in Cleveland now. Chris Hubbard. Yep. He's been hurt a
1: lot, though. I, yeah, he's been hurt a lot. He has, but he hasn't, he hasn't played yeah.
2: nearly as well since he left yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. But basically, he owes his livelihood to the fact that he he played under Munchak. And there are a whole bunch of those guys that that made money because Munch developed them into competent players by playing to their strengths yeah, and by asking the team to play to their strengths. That is also missing. And number three, the obvious thing, they haven't used a high round draft pick on an offensive lineman since 2012, David DiCastro. Mm-hmm. And that is a fucking problem. We keep taking skill positions over foundational type players like linemen. Yep. And that's a, it's
3: fucking huge. i sorry, up it's absolutely caught up with
2: us. It's been a decade. Yeah. it's way past time. Yeah, can I the add last a number two four? years in particular? They ignored the hell out of the line. Yeah, eh, whatever. We'll just take a guy in the, the fourth right. round. You just five. yeah,
3: go ahead, Ian. Yeah, uh, and number four, they're not playing with any attitude. Even if you're not good, if you go out there and just try and kick the ass of the guy across yeah. from you, like. At least you're playing with uh, effort and not getting your butt. No, there's no on. dog. There's remember, no guy. Remember, it, you, remember
2: you want to talk about attitude? Remember Chris kimo, kimo- Yatu? Yes. And and, and how it much is. attitude he had and, and how many penalties he had as a result of that attitude. That guy, pen- no. He took holding it was constant, penalties, though. It wasn't just holding penalties. It was after the snap penalties. It was after the whistle penalties. It was yes. before the snap penalties. It was constant fucking penalties because he was so aggressive. So what he lacked in talent, and let's be honest, the guy wasn't yes. that talented. He tried to make up for it with aggression, and it didn't work out very well.
3: You've got to uh, control the aggression, though. But uh, you yeah. still have to I mean, like. You, uh, I mean, like Kevin Dotson looks clueless out there, right? Like Kevin Dotson
2: know, looks like he doesn't know what he's being asked to do.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prior oh my to goodness. this, Marcus Mariota just threw the most hilarious interception of all time. Oh goddamn, you're ahead. Stop. talking.
2: I really comment. hope this yeah, counts. Yeah, stop. As an stop talking.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. I agree.
0: That's fantastic. Go, go, oh my go, god, go. Some go. of us are trying to host a show. I, I don't have time to
3: watch. Oh, that was so
0: close. Uh, um, well, it's oh your man, fault for it. scheduling a show a on a
2: Thursday Marshall night. Mark. Down for calls. Shut up, Ian.
1: Oh, Um, my God, that was like fucking three stooges. I I do
0: want to mention uh, another issue uh, that that we have, and that's the fact that our all-pro kicker is uh, now on IR. Uh, Chris Boswell went on IR. At least they put
2: him on IR this time instead of letting him try and play through it.
0: Exactly. What happened the last fucking time? Yep. He's down uh, minimum four weeks, right? Yes. Um, Yes. And uh, Matthew Wright was brought in,
3: and and I have to believe. Isn't
2: he down there? I think he's uh, down.
3: He's yeah. down.
1: His ass was on the ground, which
3: right, which makes you ten. which makes you wonder though. And he right? threw the like, ball further than Kenny why, Pickett while it, sitting Ian, on ass. Ian, crazy. you and I will have a show. Asshole. They can yeah. watch the Falcons game. <laughs> yeah. all, right. Yeah. all right, all right. Stop talking over each other. All right. It makes you wonder though. Why did they wait like until after the bye week to put Boswell on IR? Right? They could have put him on IR two weeks ago because he missed the game, mm-hmm. and he could have already been two weeks into his. Potential four week recovery period because
2: they thought that maybe he would recover in time to play this week, and then yeah. they they yes. got here and they realized, okay, he's not going to recover. It is what it is. He probably needs to have sports hernia surgery
0: or something along those lines. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and Skiba was okay when he was place kicking, but his kickoffs were atrocious, and I have to believe that's why he's gone. Yeah, and, and that they went and got uh, Matthew, Matthew Wright, Wright. who's Matthew Wright doesn't have a real good leg either. No, strong no. leg, but he's very accurate. Yes, yes. Uh, now he was signed off the Kansas City practice squad, which means he has to go active roster, right?
2: Yes, so, yes. Yeah, but which, which obviously given isn't a the problem. fact, given the fact, yes, but given the fact that that um, that Boswell is gone. Mm-hmm. He would be on the active roster anyway, so right? It really doesn't make any difference,
0: right? But what isn't is it, what is the rule as far as when you sign a practice squad guy? How he has long... to go on
2: your active roster for three weeks. Three, three weeks. Minimum. Okay, that was minimum. the question
0: I had. Yep. Okay.
2: But they're they're not gonna they're not gonna bump him off at the end and be like, yeah, we're gonna put you on the practice squad so we can pay you less. Mm-hmm. Besides that, if you activate a player, those guys that go inactive, active roster on Sunday. Right, they get paid like they're on the roster that week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it Ian. used to be a
2: deal where you, Sorry. when you, when you push the guy up from the uh, from the practice squad. This is pre-COVID. Yeah, when you push the guy up from the practice squad onto the active roster, you had to roster him for a minimum of three weeks and pay him. Yeah, and if yeah. you cut him, you still had to pay him still two more weeks. <laughs> yeah, nice. Ian, go ahead.
3: Oh or, or wait, wait, Scarps. Do you have any thoughts on uh the Boz situation? Because I have an important thing to mention. Scarps that... is
0: drinking his his gasoline
1: wait. there. Wait, Ian's wife's pregnant again.
3: No, 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 no. number eleven. No, I, yeah. I did
1: have I did have I did have no, something to say about Boz. Um yeah, i, I you know we talked about this, <laughs> the salvaging the non losing season uh, earlier, yeah, whatever. Um, Who cares? <laughs> it's real, whether you would choose to believe it or not. I, I'm
2: just saying and for me personally, it means
1: Dick. I, I and I, I don't think Tomlin gives a shit about it either. I, <laughs> Good. I, yeah. Well, I, I mean, no. he did unsolicitly tell Peter King, uh, bring it on quote me in training camp. Uh, well, and he, to... and
2: he said this week, you know, I've been two and six before.
1: I know what this is like.
0: This is not the same.
1: Listen, Tomlin, very, the same. Tomlin is a very, is a very, very smart guy. Yep. I've seen, I've seen the side of him that you that, and I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm just saying that I've yeah. seen the side of him that you don't get to see in the press conference. So mm-hmm. what he does in those press conferences is very tactical. So for him to say of that he is saying, yeah, he well, says him, a whole lot of. Every once in a, in a while, slipped, <laughs> Every once in a while, he slips up and like shows that he's human. But I'm right. like, man, I really wish he wouldn't have did. Anyway. Um, so, you Steelers know, so freak, for, that's just, they're saving it for the second half of the season. Man. <laughs> they're going to be a 30
2: point, a, a game offense in the second half for sure. Canada, no no sarcasm.
1: Um, Asterisk, sarcasm. They, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's a, I think it's actually a big loss. Um, and I actually feel bad for Matthew, Wright Because, um, all those times when Tomlin would send out boss, when he was living in his fears, you're like, I can't believe he's doing it. This boss. Right. Now they're going to do it to Matthew. Right. Um, uh, Will they, but, I mean, what's Matthew Wright's range 40 yards in No, He had a 59 yarder last year in London. I'm pretty sure like, when he was oh. playing for the Jaguars. So like, you know, uh, but Say anyway, that again, I, please. Huh? The, the yeah. Jag what Jaguars 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 jagging on yeah. my wires. All right. So, but no, um, and I'm going to say this and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, obviously pile on balls is he's hurt, right. but you do see besides, you know, Justin Tucker, you do see teams go through kickers yep. all the time. Yep. So I do think that he's like, you know, I do think he's definitely one of the best kickers in the league, but if he is hurt, I don't know what that means long-term. Um, And I'm I'm just saying that, like, in the Steeler way, they will keep him around. Sure. What happens if, like, he doesn't have much left after the surgery? I don't know. Right. Or whatever, If you know, whatever. Yeah. If he has to have surgery. surgery,
2: My guess is if he needs to have – and I'm guessing, purely speculating right now. I want to Mm -hmm. make that clear. Mm -hmm. If he needs to have surgery, he's not going to have it until after the season. After the season. Okay. So Um, – fully so to, guaranteed money so on answer, his answer to contract. answer Steelers
3: freaks question about how many of the 120 points we've scored are boss it's 45 oh my um, god wow. but you know the other thing and, and I've talked about this on the show before too is that you know right now it seems like anytime we get to the 40 yard line we call the stupidest fucking plays because we're like well boss can make a field goal from nice. here so you know, we'll just, we'll just play for three. Maybe now they'll actually take some shots for the end zone and try and score some friggin' touchdowns for once. Like (laughs) Warren sharp. I, I, he has good football analysis. Sometimes bad. Here's a guy
1: kicking a 65 yard field goal. Yeah.
3: yeah, But no, no Warren sharp tweeted this week. Like what the longest touchdown for each team Ah, is. Oh God. And the Steelers longest offensive touchdown this year is eight yards, eight yards. Like maybe they'll actually try and throw for the end zone from that, a little bit farther out. That was
0: about twenty yards less than the next one up, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, the Chargers. Oh, yeah. The Chargers were twenty three. They were. Seven I think, Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And okay, I said 15. that the Chargers it was only were fifteen out. yards. Mark. My bad. Don't My exaggerate.
2: Bad. Don't be a dick. God. <laughs> God. But
1: if you think you about it, that, they really
2: suck or something. Actually, they do. They do. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. We, uh, we really.
1: And they have suck. much. They've had injuries, but they. They're much yeah, better yeah. on offense than the Steelers. Yeah. So uh, so right.
3: at the at the beginning of the show, you know, I mentioned that I was drinking the Edmund Fitzgerald Porter because it was the anniversary of the wreck of the Edmund yes. Fitzgerald. Uh, there's also another important anniversary that's happening with New Orleans coming to town, which is the 20-year anniversary. I learned about this on the radio today. 20? I remember it happening. But in 2002, huh? In 2002. Yeah. So the, the 20-year anniversary of Try Myron Cope whiskey. swearing on the on air. <laughs>
2: oh! Can we get that recording and play it?
3: I do have it, actually. I don't know if I can play it. Uh, let me see. If, <laughs> let me see if I can play it. But there was a they were playing the Saints. Do you do you remember this, Ben?
2: No. Oh, they, they were, were at play, New
3: Orleans. They were playing the Saints. I remember
2: reading about it,
3: and there was a, a defensive back for the Saints named Fakir Brown. F a h k i r <laughs> Brown. <laughs> and myron cope was like yeah. he was like that ball went right through faker brown's hands and, and punches like punches like no it's fuck here brown and mark and cope's like fucker brown <laughs>
1: <laughs> so all right yeah brown sounds like a really bad band <laughs> and it then, does and, then, and, it and opened it. up for like kiss <laughs> So Zach Brown, the Zach Brown knockoff. It's Cabo Wabo Hall. <laughs> yeah. That's Sammy Hagar tequila. Fuck it, I'm 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 gone. Don't worry about it. Have you ever had the Sammy? The Sammy
2: Hagar tequila? It's not bad. It's it not actually great. isn't bad. Yeah, it's not bad. There's not only bad. one way to rock. Hey, listen, right. uh, real quickly, since I'm that guy, I went ahead and looked <laughs> up Chris Boswell's contract. <laughs> His right. guaranteed money is paid out. However. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got a $1.3 million roster bonus due on March, March 20th. 20th. Um, should been they? been a long time, too, man. Should they nope. decide to move on? Seven years is for a kicker. From, right. from Boz. Dog ears. Um, they would have to do that by March 19th. Um, I'm not yeah, saying George. they're going to, but, you know, you Hell never know.
1: Yeah, George let Look me uh let me share the this real right. <laughs> right. uh
0: th- Ian go ahead here we go All you need right. to put that one up here Mark let's
3: see <laughs> tell me if the audio works 34 okay.
0: Maddox in the gun and on third and five he's back fires it complete to Mathis for the
2: Pittsburgh touchdown a quick slant over the middle caught it at the four turn and went into the end zone and the Steelers close the gap to 32-27 with 1.26 to go. Who is that guy, the cornerback, who allowed it, Faker Brown, 35? Fuck
0: you, fuck
2: you. How? Fuck you, Brown.
1: Faker, fuck f- 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 here, Brown, F-A-K-H-I-R. F- 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 K- K- j- is that the guy that I have the guy right, 35? That's the Faker.
0: You, 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 you can just call him Brown.
1: <laughs> 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 he knew exactly what he said. I, I, I was like fucker brown he knew exactly what yeah, he did he knew, knew it right where he was going
3: <laughs> myron was the best rest in peace Myron. hey oh, by the way speaking man. of which myron yeah, is, going is going into the hall of honor this week
1: too. that's right myron is going into the hall of honor this week also so appropriate r.i.p tunch yes yeah, yeah. who also tunch sounded like best. he did say fucker yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's play. We like he did sound like I think Cope was like, Are you yeah, saying but, fucker? But Tunch <laughs> was trying to say fuck here, fuck here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: He was trying. You know, yeah, doing his that, best. That's a good
0: find Ian. that. I, oh my Brown? god.
3: And the the best is at the end when Tunch is like, you can just call him Brown. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, Myron was the best uh
0: because of the uh uh history teacher in me uh allow me to take just a quick moment here to educate melvin on the edmund fitzgerald uh that that is a, a oh yes yes uh that was a uh a ship uh here in the great lakes uh that uh that sailed pretty much all through the five great lakes and uh 1974 they got caught in one of the worst storms in history and and the ship sank and and it was very sad all 29 died but to be honest it did not get really the notoriety until Gordon Lightfoot the Canadian folk singer made a song about it and uh, then then it just took off which
1: has um, one of the most haunting guitar riffs it really does. It, it yeah. is
0: incredibly. Is that haunting. really
1: folk music, though? I mean, that I,
0: song. I don't particularly find that song folk music, no. but he's yeah. always been described as a folk singer.
2: He's like um, the Canadian James Taylor. I mean, yes. When I think yes. of folk music, I think of that scene from Animal House, where where John Belushi walking down, and steps and the guy's playing the guitar. He's like, "Excuse me," and he Red grabs the guitar from the guy and mashes the shit out of the guitar, yeah. and then hands it back to him. <laughs>
1: Again, I love a chicken <laughs> love that had no bones.
0: bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ian, uh, I have a football-related question for you. Right. Uh, with Chase Claypool now in Chicago, yeah. uh, who gets the the snaps? Or, uh, oh, here we card? go. This is a good one. <laughs> oh. I love it. And, and how does this the is, offense yeah. change?
3: Yes. Yes. All right. So – well, uh, I was gonna tell Ryan it was because of that a sus two chord that's really like a G sus two because of the capo. But we'll get we'll talk guitar oh, stuff later. You
1: uh, wouldn't understand it. You're not guitar player. You, you right? wouldn't get it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you're
2: not hipster enough to
1: understand. This. All right. All right. Who, who gets the snaps? Uh, you know. All
3: right. So I mean, considering that uh, Gunnar Olszewski's more or less fumbled his way out of Pittsburgh or at least out of the lineup, I think it's going to be Stephen Sims, who's actually been around the league a little bit, you know, somewhat of a veteran, um, you know, kind of knows what's going on in theory is probably also better, uh, better suited to the slot role. I can talk Agreed. tonight. Uh, slot than, only, Yeah. than than chase Claypool was like, we talked about this back in the preseason that they had three outside receivers mm-hmm. in Claypool Pickens, and Deontay and they were going to, Put all three on the field, and someone was going to have to play the slot, and it was Claypool, but he was kind of miscast in the slot. He's, you know, much more suited for an outside you know, receiver. If so, we had a
2: decent fucking offensive coordinator who ran yeah. verticals from the slot, um are you allowed to you do that? Do, you are allowed to do that. I've heard, I've I've read that somewhere. I didn't know that was allowed. Yeah, it's allowed. He'll get
1: it. He'll he'll, yeah, well, he'll learn that next year when he's back.
3: That would that would also Fuck require you, like that would also require throwing the ball like between the numbers, which we also don't do. So yeah, that's
2: actually, you make a very good point. Ian, that's actually yeah. true.
3: You can yeah. run whatever fucking routes you want out of the slot. If you don't throw the ball in the middle of the field, it doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Can you imagine when, when they go through the route, in practice the laughing that the wide receiver group must do when they start doing anything that remotely looks <laughs> over the middle, you know, they must go through it 50% because it's like, yeah. well, we ain't doing this in the game. Yeah. You
3: know. Well, or like in the Philadelphia game, Claypool was in the slot and ran more or less a go route and was wide open at the goal line, and Pickett didn't throw it to him. Yeah,
2: right again, Claypool's fault. No, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. I'm terrible. What what order he was supposed to read that shit in? But yes, yeah. Claypool was open. Pickens was open several times in Philly. Both were open a lot two weeks ago, and ball wasn't thrown to him um yeah kenny well, hasn't hasn't played super well
0: no it, it, it's coming at him fast and he's, and he's not processing it as quickly as we would have hoped but you know I, i'm not i'm not in any way shape or form ready to throw the towel in. it's been four well, it is, it's, not, it's, it's what i man. talked about before it's it's
2: such it's such a horrible offensive scheme yeah yeah that yeah. it's really difficult to evaluate really difficult
0: and, you know, I, I did want to ask you, though, Ben, um, if we aren't sure what his progressions are, I mean, how how does PFF know his progressions? Then? They fucking don't. <laughs> oh, PFF oh. is a joke, Mark. Oh. Have I oh, mentioned okay. that
2: before on this show? Okay, I, think I, might I, was, I
0: wasn't sure, because they I seem to know everything. I may have mentioned
2: the fact that PFF doesn't know fucking assignments, <laughs> and they suck, And they teach guys random fucking assholes off the internet to evaluate. PFF is a joke and shall be treated as such. Moving on.
3: (laughs) Anyway, so Mark Um, got both me and Ben riled up about something. Now you got to get Ryan riled up about something.
2: Talk talk shit about guitars.
3: That's well, a, a we're, we're getting hosting.
2: there
0: because it's it is getting close to Casey K. Sometimes. Oh, actually. Oh, yes. Oh, and
1: and oh. I'm
3: told, I'm told that they're they're this is a, a lengthy one. Oh, oh, that that reminds me though. Last week we had after Mark left, we had a little bit of S C B overtime amongst ourselves, and uh, Ryan and I were discussing if uh-huh. the Steelers were a band, what oh, band would they Steve. be? <laughs> oh i do remember this now Ooh. fuck I got uh, drunk Recall. so was we, i we, we we came up with a very good answer for this one
1: you want me to say it
3: yeah you can say it because this is a collaborative effort between oh, the two fuck. of us so
1: yeah i'm gonna try it. to remember this all right drunk memory recall um the steelers as a band are dead in company Um, (laughs) they have the nostalgia of the Grateful Dead of the sixties and seventies. Uh, huh. uh, Um, uh, you know, you still got your Bob Weir, um,
3: they're still playing (laughs) the same hits that they played. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you,
1: You still get your, you know, out the, uh, you still get your, uh, Jack straws, um, but you Jerry's go see a bunch dead. of guys history's gone. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but at the end of the day, you just got fucking John Mayer up there, you know, <laughs> and John Mayer represents the younger Steelers, the youth Steelers, the young Steelers. They, uh-huh. um, really just suck, this um, fascinating. right now. Um, but you're always hanging on that, you know, you might hear sugar Magnolia and eyes of the world back to back. um, <laughs> It I was, picture yeah. like I picture Kenny Pickett walking up there like John Mayer and everyone's like everyone's like, Yeah, fuck yeah. Like let's do this. Yeah. 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 And then he just like just starts playing like some bullshit something and you know, and everybody hates it. Yeah. But it's a dead show, so yeah. everyone's still kind of yeah. happy about oh, of the course. product. Yeah. They're yeah. hanging on to it. Okay. Um once again. Um well yeah. I mean it, you know, uh, um... yeah, there
2: are a lot of uh, there's a lot of irony in my life, but uh, I fucking hate the Grateful Dead and hippies, and I do too. I still go to Dave Matthews shows, yeah. You like Dave
1: Matthews every Grateful time Grateful I get a Dead. shot, that doesn't
2: so. make any sense at all. You know, who knows? You well, know, what? there's this, what you really need to do, Ryan, is come to Portland sometime and, and get a whiff of some hippies firsthand.
3: I'm sure they smell great. I they see don't. enough photos on the internet, they don't
2: smell good. Um, and uh, they also eat a lot of onion, onions and garlic oh, on, top of, on top of the body odor and the patchouli. Ooh, the
1: dead Kennedy Pickett. <laughs> dead <freak>. <laughs> Kennedy Pickett. I love that. That's
3: yeah. good. Melvin is <laughs> actually on the same track that I was because I, I said the Steelers were like Jet because they had, you know, oh, yeah, when, you did when that. Jet started, they had like two big hits, right? They yeah. had Cold Hard Bitch and uh, – that other song Are you gonna be my girl? Are you gonna be my girl? Right. And everybody thought they were gonna be like the next big thing, right? They're gonna like, Oh, this is the next big like classic <laughs> rock band. They're gonna bring it back. It's gonna be, you know, cool again like it was in the seventies, and then they weren't really anything. in the gang. Anything.
1: What wait a minute? Is the no, gang. gang? They're decent. It wait, yeah. so Cool in the gang was
2: good once. Yeah, but
3: we, we set, was one, but we said that was my first one. But we settled on uh, Dead and Company Dead and because they're really just, just playing up. somebody else's hits. They're they're basically wearing the uniforms of someone that was successful and and living so, off their back. Is the
1: That's, is the other living prayer, prayer kind of like Go uh, Ninja Go from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two? See no, <laughs> seriously, that was a no, hit. No, what was it? It was not a hit? hit.
0: Well, he had another one that was like.
1: We played all know Ice Ice Baby, but I'm pretty sure right. it's like Go Ninja Go from Teenage There was another one played. Out there. Was, yeah. Uh, prediction time, gentlemen. The
0: Steelers have a one o'clock <laughs> kick with the Saints.
3: Oh, In- there's actually a football yeah. game we're
0: playing. What?
3: <laughs> so, did we actually have to talk about football? I know. I thought right. we were going to well,
0: go you, see Dead and Company. You can tell it's been a bye week, right? Yeah. Um, Anyway, Brian Scarpino, let's start with you. Your prediction on the Saints and the Steelers
1: Sunday from Accra-Sure. Oh, boy. Um sure is so, hell not calling it that. Yeah. Um. So the one thing I want to say about the Saints is that they're really good situationally. They're 12th in uh, third-down offense and 10th in third-down defense. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I think that is going to bode well for them in this game. Uh, I think Steelers fans are, again, uh, trying to seek comfort in the fact that the schedule looks easy. Um, I don't, oh, you know, by any means, think the that Steelers this is offense
2: gonna, is going to turn the corner this week. You just don't know. Yeah. That. You
1: know what? You know, I'm going to say that, and they probably do put they up don't. 35. Uh, but no, uh, <sighs> I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to So. The Steelers haven't scored more than 23 in nine straight games. That is the longest active streak, and it's the fifth longest active streak since the start of the, start of the 2020 season. Um, I'm going to say that continues this week. Saints, 23-20 in overtime. Oh, overtime. Will, overtime. Lutz, Will Lutz with like a 57-yarder facing the old open end. Oh, and just fucking God, it right in your heart. Good. Uh, in the Ian, rain and the wind 57 Ian, what do you yards. got yeah it's sure. gonna
3: no, it's, it's gonna be cold actually it's gonna be like 38 yeah. degrees on yep. sunday in pittsburgh well, uh,
2: fun that means our punter will, will play fantastically
3: <laughs> yes well it's not jordan Berry who is always terrible in the cold um but yeah go. no it's it's gonna be sunny but it's gonna be cold um you are know, you the, going the, what's that are you going yeah i'm going okay good yeah um yeah it's gonna 125 be 125
2: kickoff cold. baby
3: Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. I'm really excited oh, about the 425. Kickoff. I'm sorry. No, 425, 425. Is next week is against Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm very excited oh, that right. game One got o'clock. Clock. One o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, prediction time. Um, both these teams suck on offense. Yes. Andy they do. Dalton turns the ball over a lot. Yeah. Um, really, the, the key to this game is containing Alvin Kamara that. They use him a lot not only in the running game, but in the passing game. Like I think he's For their sure. either their leading receiver or has the most receptions on their team. So if he doesn't have the most yards, he definitely has the most receptions that mm-hmm. they put the ball in his hands a lot. So whatever the Steelers have to do schematically to take Kamara exactly. out of the game, which would actually like require them to, you know, put a, a coverage linebacker on him or something. Um and Miles Jack was questionable on the injury report today. So yep. that might not be a good thing. Um, but at any rate, they, they really need to contain Kamara. If he goes wild, then we're screwed. Um, you know, I, I never like warm weather teams, especially ones that play in a dome coming north when it's going to be cold outside. Um, You know, Andy Dalton has some experience playing in the cold from Cincinnati, but it's not exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and and New Orleans is always just a different team when they have to play outside in the cold. This isn't Drew Brees and Sean Payton anymore. This is, you know, a a different kind of Saints bunch. They do have a good defense. Mm -hmm. Um, Our offense stinks. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm gonna say somehow we find a way to score two touchdowns. And I'm gonna go with Steelers. Oh boy. I'm gonna go Steelers 20, Saints 16. You fucker. Okay, so that's <laughs>
0: uh Oh, I, I'm sorry, Scarps went with the Saints in overtime. Yeah. So we got one and one. Ben, what do you got?
2: Well, uh that's still your exact out, score? you did I, oh close. my goodness that's close. amazing close uh you've got a you got a, a dome team coming into a cold weather stadium that that potentially could be windy right um and it, we mentioned that it gets cold in pittsburgh and if it's windy it's fucking colder yep i i can't believe how fucking cold it gets in pittsburgh when it's windy i i can't stand it um yeah so uh I, I think it's gonna have an effect um I I I think that as Ian pointed out both offenses are horrible I think that um they the Saints do not have a great offensive line and that when Andy Dalton is pressured he makes mistakes mm-hmm. and that he'll cough <clears throat> the ball up a couple of times and I have the Steelers winning this one 20 to 17. Ah, uh, um, oh. which is which I mean honestly that's that was where I was going before you said it and so mm-hmm. when you said 20 to 16 I was like you fucking bastard
1: <laughs> all three of us though um the Steelers scoring 20 points yeah and yes. the over
3: under on this game is 40 so good yeah, so on that one, I man. again
1: I'm gonna tell you
3: bet the under just bet
2: the under yeah that's, I would agree that's my advice
1: it's 20 forget to about 20. the outcome and over time that's always over bet the under Yeah,
0: Uh, and and I I cannot believe anything until I see it. So uh, I'm going uh, Saints 19, Steelers 13. I just don't have any faith in this offense. I'm sorry. That's
2: because Steel Dad is always really negative. And send your hate mail. I'm five and three
0: on my picks right now, by the way. Send all hate mail to Steel Dad. That's right. I think you will, yeah. Yeah, You you, you can. Uh, Is Casey Kasem ready?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, he's back. always ready. He's always ready. <laughs> All right. Let's get let's oh, end wow. this one out. Wait, 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 a
2: minute. Wait, is still, is Casey Case stumbling drunk yet? I I think he oh, always what? was, right? You oh, probably should do some shots.
3: <laughs> Byron Cope was for sure. It's always, <laughs> it's always way
2: better when Casey's drunk. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 American top 40 hello everyone it's the week of november 10th 1984 dear casey ryan from pittsburgh and ian Wright. dear casey apologies. <laughs> oh
3: yeah this was my request yes
1: yeah obviously can't i can't write dear casey had a bad bye week one the steelers couldn't disappoint me and two kenny pickett couldn't throw another interception I really enjoyed the chatter on Steelers Twitter asking why Malik Willis isn't getting as much criticism as Pickett. Perhaps it's because Willis was a third-round pick that was always going to have a boomer bust potential. It's not like Pickett was a 10th-year senior that was taken 20th overall and was supposed to be the most pro-ready. Whatever Steelers nation needs to sleep at night, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen in these final nine games on offense. Could it get any worse? Will it get better? It's just been a huge combination of suck all season. As you know, Matt Canada has been a big factor. His concepts are vanilla. His designs are chocolate. And by chocolate, I mean picture the worst bathroom imaginable. And you have to take the biggest dump of your life. It's going to be a photo finish. You get to the toilet lift the lid and there's about two years worth of excrement already in the bowl and there's no way to flush it. That's the kind of chocolate I'm talking about, Casey. That guy sucks. (laughs) My pen pal and I, Ian, texted this week. That's right, Casey. We're from the future. He said Canada dry is so out of touch. Well, Ryan and Ian, you're in for a treat. You're on the right track. The dynamic duo of Daryl Hall and John Oates cannot be stopped. Since the Steelers will be starting all over again in 2023, perhaps Hall and Oates can provide some adult education one-on-one, and that'll make my dreams come true. (laughs) But if you keep Canada, I can't go for that. No can do. Off of Big Bang Boom, Moving up six spots this week to number six is out of touch <laughs> by all notes. Ah,
2: Christ! I had uh, to mute myself during that when I was laughing <laughs> hard. Uh, Oh, fuck!
0: I, I,
1: I <clears> like got a, a little carried away with that, that but I was having song. too much fun. That, that, that was, was a good, good. one, that there, good. Casey. That was good. That was good. Holy uh, oh, shit!
0: And on that note uh thanks everybody for jumping on tonight uh we always appreciate our regulars and anybody else new to jump on please do it makes the show that much better we love it uh for these three yahoos this is steel dad signing off on the scb steelers podcast presented by deck roofing incorporated of south florida and hey go steelers ravens suck